Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everybody to Blog Talk Radio with my co-host David Flowers and Five Time with Jerry. We're doing got our open mic night going, so we shall see. Having a little bit of um, technical difficulty, but I'll try to fix it. Hope everybody's doing okay. On this humid humid day. It is for us anyway. All right. I think I got it. Hello, John Stevens. How are you? Yeah, David will have to help me out with the comments and everything because um, I got issues. Technical issues. There we go. Let me see. Ugh. I hate when I have technical difficulties. Particularly when I can see the stream on your page and not mine. That's just weird. I um I just shared it to buy time. Okay. We're trying to get everything straight here, y'all. Because ever since my um stuff has been going on with the internet, I can't. I have to run StreamYard off of my phone, then I have to turn around and cut my computer on for the rest of the stuff, and then I can't see the show on my page, even though I shared it there. It's just not there. So it's like one thing after the other here. I can see where David is now live, so I guess in order for me to do my show, I have to look at his stuff. I don't know. Well, I'm doing the matter anyhow, so it's okay. Yeah, he's this it's it's vibe time with David now. It's no longer vibe time with Jerry. Hey John. John Steven, John Savage, how y'all doing? Yeah, so we're trying to get it all straight. If you could see my little setup here you'd be like, Really? <laughs> and I look I didn't even see John Savage, sorry, hello. I think I need to go night-night, get a nap. All right, let's see. What shall we talk about? All right. Um, how about those Thank you. Get, those 
off like Paul Shields. Yeah. I know I know Paul I know Paul Shields don't mind me. Oh and who Ronnie Anderson too I believe got blocked on Gettysburg um photo photos because he he simply asked the question why do I ha- why do all my posts have to be approved now when I when I post something and they sure blocked him. For asking a question, and all these people were butthurt over the fact that he had that question to ask. And you can't even, I I, I don't know if people understand the difference between disrespectful and respectful, because I haven't seen it where um, Paul Shields, myself, or Ronnie, for that matter, have been disrespectful in any of those groups. I mean, if it's paradelia, it's paradelia. Um, it confuses me, and if it's that, then it's that. I don't understand. And some of these people that condone it, that are um, in the field, that blatantly lie and say, you know, um, that's an orb when you know damn good and well it's not just to appease somebody gets on my nerves. Uh, and I think that majority of those pages like Gettysburg, they're run by ghost hunters and not paranormal investigators. Yeah. And like John Savage says, it comes down to this, how dare anybody question anybody's evidence because they see that as a possible mill ticket to becoming famous and popular within the paranormal realm. Very true, John. Mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah. And that is, you know, and not every freaking picture is paranormal. There was one, I wish I could pull pictures up on here, but there was one that um, showed what that person thought to be missed. They took a picture out of their car window. And I guess it was of a house or whatever. I don't I don't know my way around Gettysburg. I've never been there. But anyway it was showed up as a mist and somebody's like, Well you took that out of your car. There's probably a spot on the window. And they just got butt hurt over it. And I'm going that happened to us at the manor house when I took that one picture and yeah. thought it was mist and it looks like mist. Yeah. But then when you go to the window, you see the spot and you're like, oh shit, it's not paranormal. Now we still haven't, we don't have an explanation for whatever the black figure is yeah, way down the sidewalk. Yeah. We don't have any explanation for that, but we were able to debunk the the mist part of that. Yeah. You know, and it was a spot on the window that made it look like mist. Yeah. And I think it's that people are so all gone ho and get all super excited when there's a possibility of something being paranormal. They just completely forget 
forget or totally disregard trying to debunk that picture. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but like I said, you know, watching Paul and on, you know, when he gives his opinion on something, I don't see where he's ever been rude and disrespectful. I just, I just yeah. don't. And he's been, I'm not going to say banned, but they have like stopped him from commenting, commenting for like 24 hours. And it's yeah. just ridiculous. Well, it comes also down to this. Believe what I say and ignore any signs of, I just lost my thing. <laughs> a fat boy, what I say, is overrules all that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah don't worry, my internet's being stupid. So, yeah. like I said, if you could see my setup right now, you'd be laughing. Because the way I have this shit set up is so ghetto, it's not even funny right now. And I just, it's irritating. Yeah, people get people get upset about it. And I mean, we all want to believe something is paranormal, but not everything is paranormal. Yeah. And, and, and I, I fall into that category, too. I've, there's been a few times when I caught a, picture and I feel willing to bet the house that it was paranormal and days later when I calmed down I said oh shit <laughs> yeah you know and like I said we recently got a picture but that shadow figure is just not explainable the yeah. mist is but the yeah. other figures are not and uh, I don't know. I just think people are too too super sensitive today. There are very few paranormal investigators that make it having a TV show, but those that do are short-lived. Yeah. Travel Channel is famous for not renewing shows. Yep, and that's true, too. John Savage, I have done the same thing thinking it was something in paranormal and finding out from another set of eyes it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's upsetting when you're all gun-ho when you caught something. And the ones that kill me is the faces and the bricks or, the, or when people um, zoom in so to the point it's pixelated and then they circle yeah. it. And, you know, when I first started out with things, I was really guilty of stuff like that. As a oh, yeah. as a newbie, knows. I was very guilty yeah. of that. But now it's like, oh, okay, well, it's just. It's, it's, it's just like, um, wow. I'm really good tonight. You lost your yeah, yeah, it's just like Dennis said um, last week. Half the circlet is not paranormal. Yeah. Hey, Ronnie. Ronnie, old buddy, old pal. <laughs> How are you? I took a picture of a shapeshifter once, turned it 
turned out it was just a selfie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But and on the tour, just about every other tour, somebody's showing us a picture. Well, well the tour, the tours have been packed. I mean, yeah. they've been busy, and it's yeah. people's pictures trip me out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look at this video I just took. See all those orbs flying around? <laughs> what, were you not listening during the tour? Ryan said he was an ugly fucker, too. <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> but, yeah, we get, we're get we getting more and more people taking videos on the tours, and they're um, showing us them and saying that they're orbs, and we have to break it to them and tell them it's not. So it's just, it's just really funny. And some of them are so blatant. But they don't know any better because they're most of the yeah. time they're newbies and they're not even they've yeah. never even done anything like it. So, you know, it's but every every once in a while you do get they do capture something that's really interesting. Yeah. That I have them emailing to me to pull it up on the screen so you I can make heads or tails of it. Yeah. And picture of the gravesite, John Stevens picture and that lady's picture, that's really cool. Those those. Hey there, Shayla. Hey there. Was, you're better reading I appreciate I was part in a group investigation last month, took a video and everyone at the event swore it was paranormal. I wasn't convinced. Turned out to be a light from a machine in the room. So sad there were many investigators at that event that were saying, hold on, it says see more, <laughs> saying it really was something and wanted me to post it. Nope, not until I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. To me, and, and I've done this, I've posted something before, and somebody popped up that probably this. Mm -hmm. And I went back, and I hate typing a retraction. Yeah. I mean, you can always, I guess, post something and say what's your thoughts and get different opinions. What's your thoughts on this? But in, in, And I keep saying Gettysburg photos because it's, it's a joke. I mean, I do like looking at some of the photographs. They're interesting to me. I've never been there. But to just blatantly... Um, put people on restriction and treat them like two-year-old children because they didn't like what somebody said just trips me out. Yeah. It's just dumb. 
true, John. Very true. And I'll and I'll be the first one to tell say I'm not some photographer expert. Yeah. Definitely not. So, you know, that's why I send them to other people because I'm not. I'll send them to Paul Shields, but of course, Paul everything with Paul Shields is it's So, just imagining it, my little brain is trying to wrap my, wrap its head around what it's actually looking at. Yeah, John Stevens, the uh, most compelling evidence most of the time comes from, comes when you least expect yeah. it. I hear this often. People tell me, I was just taking a picture of the building and, there, and weeks later I'm thinking, through the pics and I see that I captured something. That's very true, John. Mm -hmm. Very true. Yeah. John Savage, that's something I'm still learning to do. That's why I have others and more experience look at it. That's from um, Shayla, which is true. Yeah. You know, but evidently not in our, not in the Gettysburg group. Because that's really the only group I think that I'm a part of that has photographs besides Steve White's group, which, you know, his group isn't anything like that at all. His group is more of a educational to me. He's always got interesting topics to talk about. Yeah, I'm, I'm part of the Gettysburg group, but I never get any notifications from them, so mm -hmm. I always forget about it. Yeah. I, don't, I, I normally don't get the notifications for it. Um, ever so often something will pop up and I'll look at it and I'll be like, oh, here we go again. So, yeah. Ghost Encounters of Virginia has a ton of pictures. Haven't seen that. I'm going to have to go on that page and look. Do they yeah. get butt hurt when you give your opinion? <laughs> because Gettysburg does. You're treated like a two-year-old in there. Yeah, write that down. Ghost Encounters of Virginia, because I can't if I if I click on my phone now to try to look it up, it's gonna kick me out of Streamyard. A ton of and a ton of bullshit. Yeah, thanks, Ryan. Well, at least he told us the truth, and we know. At least we know what to expect. A ton of bullshit. What does anybody else want us to talk about? The G. <laughs> that was John Stevens. I just saw that comment. Not a ton of bullshit. We really don't. We did an open mic night, y'all, because it was my mom's birthday today, and I honestly didn't know what time I was going to be home today from her, from her house. So I got home in time to to run the show, but I didn't want to have a guest on knowing that it was her birthday. So happy birthday, Mommy, because she's going to watch this, and I know she'll see it. I'm happy the favorite. birthday, Mom. Yeah, I'm the favorite. Nobody else is. No, I'm the favorite. He stole my mommy. He stole my mommy. <laughs> he said, I, I'm, 
I'm the only kid that's never given her any problems. Yeah. <laughs> she don't like any of us anymore. <laughs> Thank you. Politics and the paranormal are basically the same. Lots of backstabbing and full of bullshit. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Someone circled a picture. Every time I get ready to read something, yeah. it someone circled a picture and then I lost it. Yeah. So, circled a picture of the Joker in the window the other day. So you know what? Now I'm going to go out and take some pictures of windows, circle it, and tag you and everything. <laughs> the Gettysburg group is so funny and thousands of pictures sent Thousands of people saying the pics and literally 99 out of 100, like either clearly fake or still don't, what is it that they have circled? It trips me out when I see those pictures and I'll see like three and four circles and I just laugh. Yeah, Shannon said, make sure you blow it up and make it rain. Yeah. <laughs> You know when they do those, Shayla always say, "Can you can you put post the original picture there without it being so blurry and grainy?" And that's the other thing. What about the the big blurry ones that people that people post? And that's just in not just in that group, but I've seen seen it there too, where it's yeah, it has to be blurry, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. We can talk about Bigfoot, but John Stevens is in the comments. We know that's John Stevens' favorite subject, Bigfoot. I do believe in Bigfoot. No, you don't. Yes, do I you do. really? I've, I've, this day, I swear to God, I've seen him. When I was a, a little kid, we lived in Oregon, and... My uncle lived a hundred, about a hundred, hundred fifty yards from us, and you couldn't see his house from the street. Well, they're clearing the field out. He was walking to his house one night, and I look over, and I swear to God, I saw him. Cool. I've never seen a Bigfoot, so, but I can't say I haven't seen UFOs. I can't say I have or I haven't, because I don't know if I have or not. Yeah. I, I know one time I used to say, be careful when you sit at, sit outside at nighttime because there might be some things in the night sky you don't want to see. <laughs> yeah, John said, we can get crystal clear photos from the Hubble telescope, but we can't grainy photos of a ghost. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I wonder what would happen if we took that comment and posted it in Gaysburg pictures. John said, a triple dog dare you. <laughs> He'd get kicked out and blocked for life. Ronnie said he likes John Stevens. He's a great guy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we triple dog dare you. Do it. Be savage. We're all going to get shirts that say, be savage, be John Savage. <laughs> yeah, I want to be just like John Savage when I grow up. Yeah. 
you know, <laughs> he will do it. That's the thing. You can't triple dog dare him because he will. I told you, he'll do it. I know he will. Because he don't take no shit. So we know. Look, even Shayla said, do it. Yeah, I think oh it's Gettysburg Ghost Pictures. So you can't, you can't miss it. There's so many different pieces out there. <laughs> Is it just can I do I can I am I only allowed to purchase one piece? No, you can you can purchase two pieces. Well, I have been wanting to get a tripwire. Yeah. That is one I've been wanting to get. And um I don't know, I kinda like the um the little coffin thingy that people put out. A little coffin that when you go buy it it'll make it It's a ghost box. Coffin. Yeah, whatever. I still like it. Yeah. I mean I have two ghost boxes already. You want it because it's cool. Yeah, I like it because it's cool looking. And it's and remind it, me the next round table to tell you about a really interesting TV experiment I saw. Okay. We can do that. Write it down, David, in the notebook. <laughs> Dan Porter made our coffin cool. Yeah, that's that's what I had been wanting to get. And a tripwire, but, you know, just to have no means of getting stuff right now. So I broke down and got an SB11 box and a EDI. So now I just have to patiently wait. I have a list of your going to be paranormal Santa. Yeah. <laughs> the comments keep going. So, yeah, they just, Ronnie and them just got a tripwire. Nice. I saw one made of. I know that they had one like John Savage has. It's real pretty blue, I believe, or purpley blue. But I saw another one where it almost looks like Christmas lights. It was like red and green, and I thought that was kind of neat looking too. I just can't remember which shop I saw it on. I want to say it's not the ghost. It's not ghost stop. I want to say it's the ghost shop, but I'm not sure. Okay, the group on Facebook called Ghost Photos of Gettysburg. Let me find it for you and I'll tell you. Let me see. I shouldn't lose you. Hold on and I'll find out. It's Gettysburg. I'm sorry. It's Gettysburg Ghost Pictures. Gettysburg Ghost Pictures. 
I do like the SB11 box, though. It's not as harsh on my ears. Yeah. It's go stop, stay away from that. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I've ordered a couple things from there. And then they have the ghost shop, I believe, right, I think. Because I have ordered stuff from them, and I can't complain. The only yeah, ghost shop. They, they did your right on that bridge. Uh, yeah. They did your right on that. Quit working right after you got it. They yeah. Back to fix. Yeah, but there was one other. There's one other store I have bought stuff from, and I have I can't complain about them. The only issue. Yeah, it may be that one. The only issue I had was when I ordered the EDI box, I didn't realize that they didn't have that on the shelf. And so they pretty much had to get it from somewhere. Um, uh, John, John Penn is, he put it in pending approval. It's not going to get approved. <laughs> That is so funny. Okay. We're gonna. Here we go. Just start making the SP Pro. If you get one, let me know about it, Ronnie. All right, he's on. Okay, he's on Twitter, and I think I still have my Twitter account. Is he only on Twitter? Is he only on Tweety Tweet? I think he's on Facebook as well. Let me see, Gary. At least I can do that. All right, hold on. I'm searching in the wrong spot. How much? Two hundred seventy-four dollars on Oh, I don't. I don't know if he's on here or not. Guess he is. Yeah. Here it is. Well, that's just a mail meter and a. I don't know what this is. SB7 box. Because it looks like Sean Austin put something about it. Hmm. Interesting. What equipment would you get if you if money wasn't an object for you and where would you go? Money wasn't an object. The equipment, yeah. I, I want the tripwire. I would just go overseas to Germany and find me some hot in spots. 
map. Okay, I, so want to go, I want to go to, I want to go to Ireland and all the castles. Yeah. Germany has a lot of Ireland, castles. Ireland, the whole UK. Mm -hmm. That would be cool. That's where me and Vanessa Hogel were going. We're going to Ireland on a special trip. Isn't she uh, like a travel person or tour guide for the company that does Ireland stuff? Mm -hmm. She was at one point. I don't know if she still does it, but we shall see. Yeah, John, I, I would do the same thing. Oh, let me go in here. Shayla sent you a link for the tripwire. Nice. I'm gonna have to somehow keep that on here. Oh, we can do that. That's easy. What'd you do? I put it on the screen. Oh. We'll just, yeah, make sure you keep it. Let me see. Can I get into my stuff? Okay, I see what you did. I was going to say, can we... I got the whole link pulled up. So I'll just do it that way. I see it. All right, what else do we want to talk about, you guys? Help us out. Open mic night. Normally, I'd be doing readings and answering all these other questions, but to be honest with you, I don't, don't, my brain isn't wanting to work right. <laughs> I'm having a little bit of a rough time. All right, surprise me. Let's go, David Flowers. I said, surprise me. Okay. Um, <laughs> I thought I turned everything off on my notifications. EMF interferes with cam capability. Ha ha. That's what that's what Dennis put down here. <laughs> Behind the scenes on Messenger. It's I would sit on Normandy Beach and just stare out to the water. Yeah, that would be cool. Oh, Dennis is saying like Bigfoot. He's so funny. We thought... <laughs> hey, you thought you muted. I guess you did not. Or it I didn't did work. Not. That's okay. We'll be all right. You hear any ping-ping and we know where it's coming from. You're a messenger. Yep. So... What's next? I don't feel like talking any psychic medium channeling stuff at all today. Two events this weekend. One, cabin on 360. Yeah. And two, Hamilton School. That's right, John Stevens. We got events to do um, next week, too. That's so funny. Oh, 
Don Savage. That's cute. All right, so I think they still have tickets for the Kevin on 360. I'm not sure. My mind has been so preoccupied. You can't see Dennis's comments. <laughs> I don't even know if Dennis can hear us, but he may not even be on. Let's see if he'll join us on the dark side. Let me ask him on the dark side. Okay. I'm I'm sure that there are still some tickets left for the cabin on three sixty. Everybody's on David Flowers page, Ronnie, because I can't even get on my own page. So everybody is on David we're all piling up on David Flowers. Page. I'm so privileged. I know. Hey, uh, John Stevens said he'll see you at Hamilton. Hey, Paul Shields, all right. Gosh, we were talking smack about you, and you wasn't here. You missed the first part of the show where we were talking about you getting kicked out of all these little, or not kicked out, but penalized, Paul Shields, on all these little groups. Your PC is being slowed down. Well, no shit. Uh, and it's still working. Oh. Well, damn. Guess Dennis won't be joining us on the dark side of chat. Hey, you got Good. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, we're glad that you skipped it. We were talking about you in the beginning because we were talking about the Gettysburg Photo Group and how you constantly state your opinion and you haven't been rude about anything, but they get butt hurt and decide to penalize you anyway. I think I have that all wrapped up in a nutshell there. John Stevens is still waiting for, or excuse me, John Savage is still waiting for his approval of what he put on Gettysburg. So we'll see if it gets approved or not. Bet you it won't be. <laughs> I doubt it. What's next? What do we want to talk about now? Oh, I hear people talking about that chocolate peanut butter cheesecake with ganache chocolate topping on it in my kitchen. I did, but I have some pieces in the refrigerator, and I can hear my crumb snatchers. Let's talk about orbs. Okay. Okay. What kind of dust balls do we need to talk about? <laughs> yes, the orbs. We get them frequently. What about what what about orbs? <laughs> what about them? 
the fact that people blatantly lie and Anderson. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie Anderson's the other one that <laughs> had some issues in Gettysburg photos. <laughs> dust bugs and moisture droplets. Fucking orbs. Paranormal dust bunnies. Let's see. Uh-oh, I missed the rest of it because somehow my comments moved. I think John Stevens said he had to go take his blood pressure medicine. I guess we were raising it some. <laughs> what do we see on the tours? What's the percentage where they can be explained? 95 to 98%. Yeah. It's probably higher than that, but that's just what I go with. Yeah. We can do that, Paul Shields. We need to do a show just on orbs and debunked Gettysburg pictures. We yeah. can we can do that. We sure can take some little pictures. Let me get all my internet stuff straightened out or David Flowers would have to upload the pictures because we can upload pictures on here, can't we? Paul Shield, can you come on on August the 29th? <laughs> we can do that and get in trouble. Then we'll all be banned. We'll have to have like somebody as a decoy. We've got we've got um Steve White coming on on the 29th. I thought I did tell you that. No. You're fired. Never mind, Paul. <laughs> we have the 12th of September open. But gosh, that's so far away. No, it's not. We're halfway through July. I know. Aren't you lucky? All right. So, what about what about the 12th? Let us know. Yeah. Because that is wide open. You know what? We could maybe plug in and do something like like that, like every month or every other month, kind of like we're doing with our psychic roundtable talk or psychic discussions. Okay, 
now I got to go back in in my notes and see where I had actually told you about Steve White because I know I did. Just remind me to put it on in my electronic file because if I go to click on it now, I'm going to lose the whole stream. Not that you care. Let me go look at my calendar. Excuse me. Do I go off? Ooh, I did. How'd you do? Oh, now I'm on twice. Hello? Hello. Did y'all miss me? No. No. I turned into an orb and vanished. that up somehow? Can we look that up to see? of Who Haunts the President's White House Ghost Stories. Is the White House haunted? Oh, there was a Lincoln ghost encounter. Interesting. There's even an article written on it back in 1903. Hey, we can ask the ghost there if they know Oh, goodness. Who put that? (laughs) 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 
Oh my gosh, you're going to kill him. <laughs> oh. Not on the show. Discovery Plus has a show about the White House demons or paranormal events. They really have that? Oh my god. Who knew? Demon in the White House talks about the history of paranormal. Hey, Kimberly. Hello, Kimberly. <laughs> Clinton body count started at the WH. <laughs> I think they would be afraid of the spirit of es- Esteban. Esteban, I can't say Epstein. his name. Thank you, Epstein. Showing up in an EVP session. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never know. <laughs> That's funny. Something to talk about, though. It's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you never know. That, that would be so pretty cool. Yeah. It was a great show. I don't know. You got two knuckleheads here trying to trying to do our open mic night. On mommy's birthday. Next we got we have eight whole minutes. Yeah. And What do we want to talk about for eight minutes? Eight minutes. Eight whole minutes. Yeah, you'll have to watch on replay. There's a um, quite a few of us on here right now. Teach the paranormal one on one of some sort. What's the biggest misconception that the people that you teach find in the paranormal field? For example, I've I've had a lot of people tell me that they they pretty much believe everything they see on TV. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have had that a lot. I would say that that's... Things a, don't happen on command. Very yeah. true, John. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I tell a lot of people that, for the most part, paranormal investigation is boring. boring. Yeah. They're sitting in the dark, talking to yourself. Yeah. It doesn't happen as much or as intense. Yep, very true, John. Yeah. A lot of people expect that. Or the jump scares. Yeah. The jump scares. Or I, demons. I Everything is yeah. a demon. Everything. Yeah. We've been getting that a lot lately. Demons. Yeah. I've been called a demon more than the last year. Yeah. Sitting in the dark, talking to yourself, falling asleep, and letting one rip during an EVP session. Yes. 
caught myself snoring on an EVP. Yeah. Yeah. We don't go in expecting anything. Yeah. We have this one particular picture on our slideshow, and it's at Eliza's grave, and it's of a girl, a mist kind of leaning up against a tree, and then there's a dark figure in front of it, and everybody thinks that it's a demon, and this one lady was adamant that it was a demon, and it's just David Flower's shadow. <laughs> Being in a dark, dark place, much like my second marriage, John Stevens, should have known. <laughs> yeah, that was my first marriage. <laughs> no certain specific criteria for demon activity. Yeah, it's a trip, but yeah, that's what happens. You're a demon. And then every time we do the slideshow and that picture comes up, we have to say, that's not a demon. <laughs> See, Paul Shields has it all together in the comments. And then when he gets on that little Gettysburg Photos page, it's just trouble, trouble. <laughs> You gotta remember that Gettysburg page, that's up north. Okay. Them damn Yankees. Yeah, but hurt. No offense, John Savage. <laughs> I don't think he'll take. It's still pending. Damn it. We was hoping I'll get suspended again, but it's worth it. Yeah. He's constantly getting he's constantly getting suspended. <laughs> that is so funny that people get that upset over your opinion and the truth about things. Sure, we got John. That's funny. Uh, we got two minutes. Two whole minutes, David Flowers. Okay. Chop, chop. I'm surprised I'm allowed in the remaining paranormal group because I'm always getting kicked out. Don't feel bad. Paul Shields is always getting kicked out, too, and penalized. I'm going to tag you. What do you say? I'm yeah. going to tag well, you. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, and let's not forget Kimberly, who is constantly in Facebook jail. Constantly. I think this is the longest you've been out. She's on e block. <laughs> yep, she has constantly been in jail. Every time I turn around when I don't see posts from her anymore, then I know she said something and got in trouble for it. It's stupid. Hey, Ryan Richardson, I should join if they ask why I want to join. 
telling you, it's a joke. Do it, Ronnie. Do it. We dare you. We triple dog dare you. Come on, John Savage took one from the team. Now it's your turn. And John Savage was savage. Savage time. <laughs> Do it. Yep, we've got. I gotta let me get off the of blog talk. We appreciate everybody tuning into the blog talk side. I'm going to hold on. I gotta make sure I do it right so I don't make Ryan's show all messy. <laughs> hold on. All right, let's see.
right now. What is up, all you freaks out there? This is Ryan hanging out with my good friend, Dr. Darn, from up in Minnesota. How's it going, Ryan? I am doing fine. Everyone here is sick in this house but me, the lone survivor, as they say. Yeah. Well, I, I, I've got something myself. My my wife works in daycare, so she brings it home whenever, you know, it's running around and it just runs through the house. Yeah, my son goes to daycare. Seems like it's never ending. So, yeah, he got sick last week. And then Angie caught it over the weekend. So it's just been or it's just been kind of a kind of a blah week at the house. My the turn signal on my car decided to stop working. Oh, no. Which, you know, is always fun to drive without a turn signal. I mean right. it makes it all the more adventuresome. Hey Kim, how well, you doing? You remember the hand signals, right? Yeah. Well uh, <laughs> I like I was like, how do I how do I do out uh, if I'm making a left hand turn, how do I get my hand all the way out the left uh, I was like So <laughs> I um so it works, but it's just got to push it down a lot for it to start working. Gotcha. So um, I mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to go get it fixed uh, probably tomorrow, I think. And then my sister ended up in, back in the hospital for oh, no. an infection. Yeah, it's just one thing after another. Yeah. But you know what? I'm not gonna let you know what I'm not gonna let it ruin my mood. Because it is National Slurpee Day, Ooh. and I can't be sad. I can't be, you know, stressed out on National Slurpee Day, even though I completely forgot to get a free Slurpee. That kind of pisses me off. Right. So here's a question. Okay. So if it's ending and we only have icy machines and they only have red and blue, what's your what's your flavor? God, you think red and blue? We need to ask our guests that question. This is the hard-hitting questions you get on the Freaking Awesome Paranormal show. So I'd have to go oh, blue. I'm not. I have to go blue. I, I'm. I am team blue. I'm not a big fan of the fruit punch. Is that fruit punch or cherry? I th- I think it was cherry. Yeah, Kim states is red. He's team red. red. The blue is like blueberry or something. I love blueberry. I love blue raspberry, even though it doesn't exist. Put a right. blue in front of anything, I'm like, all right, I'm going to drink it. <laughs> you put blue poison in front of me, I'm like, okay, cool. It's blue. <laughs> right. As long as it has the word blue in it, that's probably Yeah, Kim says it's cherry. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of cherry. I'll mix it up. I mean, I like cherry Coke, you know? Right. But my favorite flavor is grape. Grape flavor anything. But I don't I, – I like strawberry-flavored things, too, but I don't really like strawberries that much. Well, were you a fan of the grape-flavored knee-high, like Radar? Oh, yeah. Mash? Oh, yeah. I mean, I drink anything um, grape-flavored. And I'm sure our guests who are in the uh, queue right now are totally enjoying our, our great conversation <laughs> here. So I did I did want to take the time. I just asked the for beating for, for, you know, to do this. I want to take the time to thank our guests for coming on during National Blueberry Day. I realize that this is a big deal for everybody. And then I'm taking the time out of their busy day on National Blueberry Day to come talk to us. That's awesome. That is awesome. So without further ado, 
because I know they got some blueberry muffin feet. National Blueberry Muffin Day. That's what I'm going to say. National Blueberry Muffin Day. I'm going to go ahead and add uh, Chad and Alexis from Rad Paranormal onto the show. What is up, people? Happy National Blueberry Day. Hi, guys. Yeah, we're done. So. Drowning blueberry muffins and slurpees over here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Tell you what, that is just like Christmas comes once a year. So now we celebrate it twice, National Blueberry Day and National Slurpee Day. You can't get better than that. So, all right, you heard the, you heard, you heard the hard-hitting question that CR asked me start the show off. Are you okay. red or are you blue? I'm going to do what my daughter does and just mix them together. Yeah, I would do that, too. But I've had to pick one. Go to my head, it'd be it'd be blue. One, I'd probably say red. Man, I am I, I am outnumbered here. <laughs> I am outnumbered. So, how are you doing tonight? Hope you're having a good night. Yeah, yeah. yeah so far so good. How uh, humid is it down in Florida? Is it is it nice? Is it is it right down there? Yeah, it's like into a wall of water. God, yeah. it is. It is terrible up here in Virginia. It's like it's. I tell people it's like. It's like you're walking through the air. It has a, the air has a mask to it, and it just attaches to you as you walk through it. See, we walk out the front door, and it's like I'm wet, but I'm not sweating. Oh, that's terrible. Right. <laughs> just take a shower. Uh, like, oh God. It's cooled yeah. off a little bit here in Minnesota. I mean, today I think it was maybe top 75. God, I hate you. Uh, but in oh, the wait. last couple of weeks, it's been just brutal. Not only is the temperature up, but you know the the humidity is at least fifty plus. So, are there lots of mosquitoes in Minnesota? Hey, it's, it's, it's our national. That's our steepers. That's what I thought. Sure. <laughs> of all the lakes up there, how about Florida? Are there lots of mosquitoes down there? Yeah, yeah, there's a bunch. <laughs> yeah, we had a one summer. It was like the uh, it must have rained a lot that winter, but the we were. You know, I do the investigation at the cabin on 360. We had a bunch of woods in the back of the behind the property. The mosquitoes were the size of hummingbirds. Back, and I was like, it was freaking vampire. You get these giant welts on your arms and shit. It was <laughs> awful. We, we investigated cabin on 360, and I live in Florida, and I've never seen so many mosquitoes as I did in the woods back there. Hey, I forgot. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. You guys have a good time. Yeah, it was a fun time. Nice. Besides the mosquitoes, mm-hmm. yeah, they weren't. They haven't been that bad. I've gotten gotten an investigation out there in um, on Saturday night, so hopefully they will stay away and it won't, you know, you know, suck us dry. Yeah. <laughs> Is Dennis gonna lead everybody into the basement? Oh yeah, he'll probably go. What's up, assholes? He walks down the steps <laughs> like he does every single time. I don't, I don't, I was like, nah, I do usually just go like, oh, hey, what's up? Don't ever use the, what's up, asshole part. I don't want to, I don't want any shit getting calling me home. Right. So, uh, let's go, I'm going to start off, going get in our Wayback Machine and learn about how you guys got into the paranormal. Start with Alexis. How did you, um, get into this? Did you, did you grow up with it or how, how did you, uh, start this journey into the paranormal. Sure. So I grew up watching all the, you know, the paranormal shows on TV and reading all the spooky books and the spooky America, Weird America, Weird USA, like all those kinds of books. And 
Um, and then a couple years ago, um, Chad invited me to join um, one of his teams, and that's how I got it started, actually hands-on investigating. Nice. So, um, so when you were um, – I forgot what I was going to say. How about you, Chad? I I got into it back when I was about seven, um, which was I was in my room watching one of those. You remember the old Ernest movies, like Ernest Goes to Jail? Or oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> my favorite. I was watching one of those. Yeah, <laughs> And uh, all the chest, all the drawers on my chest of drawers started pulling out. So I ran to my mom, and she didn't tell me that uh, she wasn't one of the people that was like, "Oh, it's your imagination, you're dreaming, or whatever." She actually gave me books to read on it and, you know, encouraged me to learn more about it. And from there, it just grew. Mm. I honestly don't know what I would do if <laughs> if my dresser did that. Yeah, or the fact your mom had, like, a like a handbook. Here, read this. <laughs> oh, shit, okay. I almost like she was expecting it, expecting it to happen. No, she Finally, told read me this. The stuff that she had happened uh, after that. Now, Alexis, did you have any experiences growing up, or was it just uh, just purely, you know, watching the watching the shows and got that's what got you interested in the uh, in the paranormal? Well, I definitely didn't have anything quite as dramatic as Chad. You know, I didn't have the kind of your normal. You know, after a loved one passed, you know, you either you know kind of either you know smell their perfume or you know. The little, the little things like that that are always kind of no explanation for or whatever. Yeah. Um, but nothing, nothing super crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think when you have those experiences, those are just like signs for you know because they know like they don't want to overdo it. You know, they're like, okay, well, you know that we're here, but we're also you know you know try to scare you. Like my mom, my mom passed away. Uh, she knew that if she came to me as a, like a ghost, I would figure, probably freak the fuck out. So she came to me in my dreams. And, but it was it was one of those things where it's, it was very real, you know. It, it, but you know, it was it was more than a dream. It was she was coming to visit me, but the way she knew that she would I would be able to accept it, you know. What kind of uh, what kind of book did she give you to uh, to read? Oh, boy, I don't remember. That was years and years ago. <laughs> but she never discouraged me. Like, we'd always go places, and I'd, you know, ask about it. And she'd tell me more some of her stories, or she'd give me uh, what she thought it was kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, was she into the parent? Was she, like, was she grew up with it, or is it something that she just kind of mm-hmm. fell into? I I think it was just something she fell into. She was big into like very cute. She was real into like like my daughter came in some of her comics. She was into the reincarnation and all that too. It's awesome you have somebody to uh to talk to about it, you know, and you you have stuff happening and you know, they'll look at look at you like you have two heads. You know, hey, you hey, hey. my uh stuff started moving by itself. Okay. Well. <laughs> it came full circle. We went to uh, Kentucky for a family reunion, and uh, the family plot was at like the base of a mountain. And we said, "Well, let's go, let's go check it out." And it was midnight. 
Mm-hmm. So we go up there with our flashlights, and it's about a quarter mile from the house. So it's a decent little hike up there. Mm-hmm. And me and her uh, shine the flashlight up there, and we see something come up off the top of one of the headstones and then dive into a grave. And I turn around, and she's already halfway back to the house. She's looking at <laughs> wow so when did that happen oh that was must have been at least 15 20 years ago mm. was it was your house she, she, I'm no sorry. it was uh my great uncle's house okay so did you have any more activity in there when you was it like no not really i mean we were looking for stuff but we didn't really get much other than that my my uncle told us the story. Was, oh, I'll take you up the mountain, and uh, there's a ghost up there. And when you get out at a certain point, and you yell up in the woods, hey, what are you doing? He always says nothing. So he drives us up into the mountain, and he goes, okay, get out and do it here. So we get out, and we go, what are you doing up there? Well, what did he say? He didn't say anything. He said nothing. Because that's what he says every time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny. Interesting. Yeah. What um what, what was your first paranormal experience you had, Alexis, besides the, you know, smelling the perfume, something that was yeah. tangible that you could be like, okay, this is definitely paranormal. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I mean, I think when I was just out of high school, um, my husband and a couple of our friends went and explored these um high school that had been abandoned um, in downtown Melbourne. And um, so we, it was, it was daytime. We went in through one of the windows and, you know, dropped down a little bit and we were exploring and it's, you know, super decrepit and old and there's still all the school stuff in there plus, you know, whatever else garbage and stuff was in there. So it was kind of creepy and we're walking and uh, we kind of split up. And one of the other girls and I, you know, went to down one of these halls. It just got heavier and heavier the farther we went. It just didn't feel good. And then we reached the room at the end of the hall, and there was your stereotypical, like, pentagrams on the floor, like, the whole nine yards. And, of course, that we kind of laughed about it because we thought it was. And then we ended up going to the room next to it, which I think was kind of like just a normal storage room. And that room, as soon as it was one of those things where you can't even, like, walk through the, the doorway where it just felt so bad. But we're dumb, so we went in anyways. And I remember us both hearing some kind of, yell, growl, something from back behind where all the stuff was stored. And I have never experienced blind terror like that, where I didn't even remember turning around and running. But next thing I knew, we were just blindly running away as <laughs> we could. And I, she and I were the only ones that experienced it. And, you know, we can both, we both remember clear as day what happened. But I have no... I mean, it just was an awful, creepy experience. I've never experienced anything like it before that. <laughs> I mean, like abandoned schools are creepy to begin with. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you're, you're walking in there, and you know, your nerves are already on high alert because you're going into an abandoned building that you think might be haunted, and then you get, like, you get that 
happening to you, I'd be, shoot. Yeah. I'd be like, it'd be two, like, Scooby-Doo-sized holes in the wall that would run right through. That's what it felt like. Especially when it, when it, it catches you off guard. I mean. Yeah, we weren't, we weren't going in there investigating in any formal way. Like, we were just walking around an abandoned place. We yeah. were going in trying to stir anything up. So it was total blindsided. Totally, totally <laughs> unexpected. Because, you know, you know, yeah, there could be squatters in there. You don't know. You don't know. Yeah, we, I mean, we were just dumb kids. <laughs> Especially with the area that it's in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Awesome experience, though. Did that, did that yeah. like, really juice your, like, energy to go investigating? Like, were you like, all right, this is. Oh, for sure. For sure. That definitely made me want to go into more, you know, explore more buildings and explore more, you know, places, for sure. That's awesome. I'm taking up all yeah, my time here, so I'm gonna let Cr talk a little bit. That was that was kind of like my experience. I don't know if um, Ryan has told you, but uh, for about the last 25 years, I've done military reenacting. And when I started out, I did Civil War reenacting. And uh, up here, there's not much north versus south. Uh, the group I was in actually. Um, we were the group that we portrayed was actually part of the Dakota Sioux uprising. And so we were at a frontier fort, Fort Ridgely, which is in Minnesota here. And uh, I had an experience there that was eye opening. Um, it was like Friday night at like 10 at night. Um, and my buddy and I uh, kind of had been talking about ghosts and all that. We, we kind of figured, well, you know, there was a battle here. Maybe we should just walk around and, and see what's going on. So we did that and uh, didn't see anything. I felt a lot of stuff. And I had an experience with a uh, ancestor that was there. Uh, he actually let me feel his pain because uh, he had rheumatoid arthritis. So I, he actually came over me for a while. That was interesting. But, yeah, like you were saying, um, kind of give you that that thirst for more. For sure. It's always that, that first piece of, piece of evidence you get. Like when I first started investigating, we, uh, we were investigating my friend's house just as a, as a way, um, as a practice investigation. And we actually caught an EVP. Like when you, when you get that first EVP, you, you know that it wasn't any of you saying what was said. And I honestly can't remember what was right. said. It was nothing like super like, Life-changing? Well, in fact, it was an EVP with life-changing, but I don't remember exactly what was said, but it was like, holy crap. Because you don't really know paranormal out there until you experience it yourself. Like you, Chad, you had the drawers moved by himself. That doesn't just happen. Right. You know, and you could tell people all you want, like, hey, this has really happened, and there's, but there's always a doubt in the back of their head until it happens to them. Mm-hmm. It's always a fun experience to – have the light, see light bulb go go off for people. Right. Do you do a lot of public investigations down in Florida, or do you do mostly private? We prefer doing like historical locations or businesses rather than residential. Um, it's just easier, I suppose, is the word I'm looking for. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy you know doing both. Although I do mostly, I do, we do more public or you know buildings 
and people but keep if people invite us like they'll invite Dennis to come out if they have problem to help send mm-hmm. the stuff away you know and I might join them for that but um we very rarely do uh private investigations unless it's an it's unless it's an yeah. emergency you know we'll be like yeah. all right we're not gonna be like oh no we don't do that you know we'll, we'll still do it um well that, that is uh, it can be really yeah i think i think with with um doing like homes and stuff that that opens you up to more that you may not be ready for that um, liability yeah right so. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, because you you don't want to like go into a house and then be like, okay, spend spend the night there and ramp up the activity and then leave them with uh, leave it leave right. them with the divert to deal with it. You know. Well, you know, I can always call Father Lambert. I did a show with him. He could come with. That's true. <laughs> I mean, like I said, Dennis, he, he's he's got all the stage. He he does he does the smoke. He does the staging and yeah. stuff. He knows all the. Uh, Stuff to say, and I've seen some stuff out when I've gone with him on investigations. Like we went to a house, and you know, we in the in the room, someone had wrote like the stuff you saw. Alexis had wrote on his closet floor all this like demonic symbols and stuff, and tried some something summoned something. Someone summoned someone summoned something. Said that five times fast, and it had been tormenting the family for years. I mean, it was so bad they were afraid to go in the house. And I was doing an EVP session, you know, doing, I guess he was doing an interview with the guy, with one of the, the, the parents. And um, it was me, Dennis, the guy, his wife, and his dog. And the dog started barking, right? And uh, the guy said, you know, Sadie, be quiet or something like that. You know, nothing major. And a voice comes through, clear as day, said, shut up, old man. And it was it was, was like, that, shut up, Mo, shut up, old man. And if we had heard that, we, would have, that would have, we probably would have, like, acknowledged it. But we didn't hear it. And it was, yeah, something was pissed. So First one out the door. <laughs> so, yeah, I think um, when you're dealing with something, with something like that, you definitely want to uh, – Make sure you have all your ducks in a row because, again, you don't want anything falling you home. At least have your protection kit, you know. Yeah, definitely. So what's your favorite uh, – what's your, like, home location when you're down down in Florida? What, what's your, your favorite place to go down there? Investigation-wise, I mean, we've got some good stuff at a local brewery called Hell and Blazing. Hey, my and Crooked Miles, like Crooked Mile too. There used to be a warehouse kind of attached to the Crooked, lo- Crooked Mile location, but uh, that's since become another brewery, and we haven't been able to get back in there. We got some great stuff in there when it was a warehouse. Where in Florida are you guys? We are in Melbourne. So if you look at Florida, and you look at the, the right side, there's that little bump on the on the middle. We're on the bottom okay. of that bump. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I was in uh, I was in Kissimmee in uh, February right. for a week. So, and I don't know why I came back. I should have stayed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're about uh, what is that? An hour from Kissimmee, Alexis? Yeah, about an hour, maybe an hour and a half. Depends on traffic, yeah. I guess. 
there's lots of history down there. Lots of like old Spanish buildings down there. What do, what do you think is the reason why there's so much paranormal activity down there besides it just being a bunch of old stuff? Is it like the weather? Is it like, because in Florida is definitely a paranormal hot spot. Um, we got our own energy, energy down here, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you've got to have, you've just got to be, you've got to be, you know, to survive and live in that climate, that humidity all the time. It just, it's just got to be like your own little, like, like, energy, like you said. People crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, look at all the water that you have. Like, like when yeah. we were down there, we went to Blue, Str- Blue Spring State Park, and that is fresh water coming out of the ground 24-7. So mm-hmm. that we flood real easy, too, mm. especially down south. Mm. And I bet all the energy from the hurricanes and all the people that have been killed down there. Right. You know. We have a lot of history. Like we recently investigated uh, Casadega. Have you heard of Casadega before? Mm-hmm. They're one of the biggest no. spiritualist communities around down here. And that, they had buildings there from like the 20s that so you could tell were from the 20s. Super good people down there too. There must have been like crazy energy in that in that location. Mm-hmm. Right. And we got a we got an Airbnb. We didn't do a hotel, but B and B was back from the twenties and thirties as well. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Really cool area. Really cool energy down there. I mean, they, we differ on, in beliefs a lot, but they're super cool people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got so what's your uh, what's your scariest experience you've had? Scariest? Uh, the one that really kind of shook me was we were at St. Albans. And it was one of our, like, 36-hour investigations or something. We were there for two days. Um, and it was on day two. And I was coming up. If you've been to St. Albans, you go up into the attic, and you, the walls are kind of, you can just see the studs. A lot of the drywall is just taken out up there. I come around the corner, and I see what looks like a gnarled female face staring back at me from inside that wall. And I do a double take. And I, I like to try and debunk and find a reason why I would see that. And I go over there, and I, I, I couldn't find anything in there that would give me, like, some kind of a, a pareidolia where I thought I saw a face. Like a glass reflection or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, there's nothing there. Um, and so the investigator that I went up with turned to me and said, that's the only time I've ever seen you, you know, spooked and not able to explain everything. Tell me that it hates me, it wants to kill me, it doesn't want me there, but that never really bothers me. It's just EVP. Mm-hmm. Right. They can tell me whatever they want. Yeah, I've got one that says I'll, I'll kill you, but I'm already at home listening to it. So, and I'm still alive. So, <laughs> no. obviously, it's good not work. That whole pacing—that's that's freaky. It's like when you see something, and it's like it almost, it almost your brain kind of disconnects from your mind. It's like it's like you you see it, and it's like, am I really seeing what I think I'm seeing? Type of thing. That's exactly right. what it was. Yeah. Well, when I was I was in a house from the 1800s. Uh, I work at a uh, heritage site, and I was closing up after a tour one day. And you had to walk through the house, close the back door, and then go close the front door. And as I closed the back door, I was walking through the kitchen. You had to go through the parlor. Oh, there was someone upstairs. It's like, okay. In my head, I'm going through a checklist of 
there's no kids in here. We don't allow anybody upstairs, so there shouldn't be anybody upstairs. I just looked, and I'm like, okay, well, I know you're here. You know, I'm locking up. I'll be back here tomorrow. And I got outside, and I was like, who the hell was I talking to? <laughs> <laughs> we had a uh, we had a investigation at the cabin, and uh, we had we had those you know, those little fog machines you get like at Spencer's and stuff. We had one of those going downstairs in the basement, and we had the, the lasers going and everything. And um, some reason everybody was uh, in the cabin, and I decided to go next door, to maybe pick something up or whatever. But there's still fog in the basement, and the lasers lasers still on. So I'm walking around downstairs, and this is when I first started going down there and stuff. And grabbing, I guess, the recorder or something, and I hear a voice behind me going, "Hi," like. Right next to my head, and I'm like, I don't want to say I ran out the house, but I definitely walked very fast up the stairs and out the house. Because it was like, would you have a view, Alexis? It wasn't, you know, wasn't in there for investigating. I was just going to go pick up something and leave. And then it was like, right. clear thing right behind my head. Hi, I'm Kind of a similar
apartment up there. And that's what we, when we figure, best guess, maybe that's who it is, but mm-hmm. just sleeps up, up there and makes all kinds of shuffling noises and all kinds of stuff. Just going through their daily routine. Yep, exactly. We got, we, uh, got a laugh up there one time. It was a different um, team that came in, and they weren't. They were done with their their session and everything. And the guy was on the other side of the room. There was a recorder still left over on the other side. And he said, I can't remember what he said, but he said a joke or you know said something. And then and the EDP on or the recorder on the other side caught a laugh when no one was over there. So. Nothing, you know, all very interesting, but it's always very friendly and kind of mischievous that happens. So right. it's fun. <laughs> well, that's kind of with me, uh, you know, working at that heritage site. And I, I, I sent Ryan some EVPs. And I really hit and miss for me with EVPs. It seems like I really don't. I, I'm just starting out probably not doing something, you know, right. But I was in the one-room schoolhouse. And we did have kids on site at that time for a tour, but they were on the other side of the property. And I was just, as I was going around that day closing up, I, you know, put my phone out and did a little EVP session in every building. And it was funny because I was like, I didn't listen to it. I sent it to, I sent it to Ryan and he's like, dude, there's kids in the background. I was like, oh, I know I had kids there, but. You know, and then I listened to it, and it's kids laughing and playing while I was recording. And that's the only, you know, your head, for me, I like to debunk things like, like Chad does. So I've already, I've always got that going where I heard this, but it could be this, or it could be that. Where it was like in my head at that time, I was like, okay, there were kids on site, but they weren't making noise enough, you know, and I had the door to the school shut and it sounds like they're right there. So. It really does. It sounds like they're just outside the window playing. So I was, I was like, are, are you sure that there are no kids around me? How big, how big was the property that you were on? Were there no way for you to be able to pick up anything like that? No. I mean, it was probably more than, 2,000, the kids were probably about two to 300 yards away from me. So, I mean, oh, yeah. no matter how hard they would scream, and there was wind going from into their direction, so their their voices wouldn't have covered. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was interesting. I'll definitely see RV a chance. Maybe you could send it, send it to Chad or Alexis, because it does sound like they were uh, just outside the window. Yeah. And it's cool to get those those kind of like uh, those like those EVPs, you know? You know? Right. Residual. I think trying to think of the word. I can think of the word. I'm trying to solve right. residual EVPs. Finally got it. And my brain's cut off right now. Um. So what do you guys do? Like how how do you guys prepare? for an investigation. Take me through all the steps you go through to uh, between, like, beginning to the end. So we just feel like it's in the history on the location first to figure out, you know, what if something's happening, what it could be. We get the claims. We go through and try and find natural causes for the claims first thing, if we can recreate whatever happened. And then we just, 
you know, we sit there and we investigate. We use our spirit boxes, our recorders, our K2s, the uh, IR cameras, all that fun stuff. And then from there, we review and debunk and then present to the uh, owner or establishment or if we're doing like a historical location, we just do it for ourselves. Do you have any like pumped up music to listen to on the way to an investigation or kind of stuff where you get like, no, we like just back like, seaweed? Like, <laughs> and I know when I used to do the all-nighters, I'd be drinking like Red Bulls and Pixie Sticks. <laughs> oh my God, Pixie Sticks. I haven't started one of those in years. God. <laughs> I, would. I mean, did I say that? Yeah, you said it out loud. You said the quiet part out loud. Mm. So what's your favorite piece of, of of evidence that you've captured, Alexis? Um, hmm. Well, my favorite, I think my favorite activity I ever got, unfortunately, I didn't record it. I have my phone right there. I didn't record it. But in that same um, business, my daughter, who was not quite one yet, was playing peekaboo in one of the offices. Somebody <laughs> that wasn't there. <laughs> so, and I, and my dad again was there with me, and he, we just sat, we looked at each other, and we looked at her, and we just, we didn't say a word, and we just watched her, and it went on for a couple minutes. And I wish that I would have recorded it, but I, we were so just like. Awesome. Yeah. I didn't record anything. We're just sitting there watching it happen. But that, I think, was my favorite. <laughs> yeah, it kind of goes back to the whole, like, detached. You don't think about what's happening at the moment. You're like, and you don't think about, oh, i got to get my phone out. I've got to look at this. Yeah. I've got to record it. I'm just sitting there with yeah. my jaw on the floor. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, by the time I, you got your phone out, they would have stopped. And you would have. It was probably just for you right. to witness. And if you, they'd gotten, if they'd seen you do something to record it, they probably would have. It probably would have ended. Anyway, yeah. So. I sent you that EVP, right? Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I can. Let's see. I'm not send it to to them on the. I don't want to be able to hear it too well. On on here. Um. Let me see. I can play it on my phone here. Yeah, it's too light. I can barely hear it myself. Yeah. So I'll I'll send you a I'll send you a copy of it. But it's really it's really interesting. Yeah. For sure. That's an awesome, awesome piece of evidence. So what do you guys do? Dad and I had an interesting um, kind of interaction with a child at the, um, the Grant uh, train station in the upstairs part. We were, it was kind of funny because we were um, using a couple different toy, uh, like toy centers. One was a bear, right? The Life or music, if, if something. I think it was a blue bear. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you were playing uh, a cartoon on your phone, but we were kind of, it was a, a cartoon kind of for like little kids. It was a bear. You know, we were kind of like 
a whole lot. And then something kind of spurred us to change it. And so to change it to more of like an older kids show, and we kind of changed our approach. And then we really started getting more activity, probably irritated that we were treating them like a, a baby. <laughs> so you said you were at, the, at, at a, a, a train depot. Um, that, that kind of tickles my fancy because I do uh, model railroading. Uh, can you tell us more about that experience? Uh, it's a restaurant now. Um, okay. It was, it was a train station, and then it was kind of a general store, um, and then it had, like, a deli in it, and that was, it was like that for a long time, and then probably, what, the past maybe 10 years was when it turned into a, an actual, it turned into a restaurant. Hmm. And there's three big things on that property, too. They have that big barn, and then there's the, uh, the like, the more wedding venue thing on the other side. Yeah. Up there too. Yeah, it's, it's a very interesting place. Good food, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, five out of ten ghosts approved. There we go. <laughs> yeah, train depots are, are another location that are usually pretty pretty active. You know, I don't know if and we have another one similar, too. It was a train stop called Ashley's down here. It's pretty well known to have stuff in it. Again, right off the train. Yeah. Mm. I was in with, uh, the site that I worked at had a train depot from the 1800s, and every time I went in there to interpret, it was just busy, like people were going through their daily thing. I mean, it, it wasn't. I instead of hearing voices, I sense things a little bit more, so I can sense a situation. And I didn't, I didn't sense that it was dark. It was just happy and light, but people were. You know, it was like, hey, don't bug me. I got stuff to do today. It's almost like the people who, who go to these depots who are traveling up and down the railroads, they're there for a brief time, but they're leaving their imprints on the building. And all this energy, you know, people are happy. They're sad. It's like all this energy in one location. And like you said, it's it's recorded history in the in the building, and you go there, and you're able to pick up little something from it. Right. Yeah, CJ Momo Marie said, see our train station is nuts. So many spirits coming and going. I'm sure it's with every, like, train depot. Like, for you guys down there, or I investigate up at the Exchange Hotel, the depot up there where they would drop off the bodies up in uh, um, Gordonsville. You know, it's just, uh, or even, like, you know, probably a lot of spirits in abandoned airports as well. Oh, yeah. You know? I wonder if well, it would be fun to be to investigate, like, Disney World or something like that. Yeah, like, God, I wish. you know, that would be. Mm-hmm. There's or, so many stories there. Like, uh, was it right. Captain of the Caribbean? There's mm-hmm. George. Yeah. Talked, yeah. Talked smack about George the ride shut down. Uh, there's, um, I don't know if they've seen anything, but the Matterhorn, they've, they've had incidents there. They got like, like someone stood up someone stood up on the ride when they're on L S D and no yeah, more. Don't ride a Matterhorn on L S D. Don't ride anything on L S D. Don't go to park on L S D. There was one that one chick, the one girl, sorry, but she got crushed by the carousel progress. Mm. She got stuck in between the 
Yeah. Thing when she, when, yeah. That was, I think that yeah. happened back when it was in California, though. But, I mean, just there are so many abandoned parks down there. Right. It would be fun to, to, go, to, to go out and investigate. Well, look at the uh, Six Flags um, New Orleans. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Six Flags, I know exactly where you're going to go. That would be interesting. Yeah, I mean, it would be fun. It would be cool to see, cool to explore. Like, you know, you, you were exploring the abandoned uh, high school down there, you know? That building, unfortunately, was demolished. And that was another well-known one we had down here, too. And yeah. oftentimes it got broken into. And yeah. Got tired of it. It, got, it got into pretty rough shape after a while. Right. Do you guys still have a lot of abandoned parks down there? Or was it lot, lots of just, like, once it's gone, they start There's you know, not building back up again? There's not much anymore. They're building mm-hmm. stuff wherever they can find land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have an old, uh, probably five, ten minutes from where I live in Farmington, we have a uh, disused um, munitions plant. So in World War II, there was, <clears throat> pardon me, uh, there was a the army built a munitions plant uh, just south of uh, Farmington and Rosemont. And the funny thing about it is they built it and it was running for like two years, and then the war ended and they shut it down. Um, but I used to go there as a kid, and I haven't been there in years. But I never really felt anything. It was more of a place to. Uh, adventure around everybody would go out you know that would be your thing on a friday all the kids would you know grab a six-pack from whoever and and go out and go four-wheeling or whatever um but i never felt anything uh off there but there was just energy like again you know busy people were doing Mm -hmm. things it was for the war effort but it's an interesting place to, to check out so what do you have, guys? What do you guys have coming up? Any any big investigations? Nothing big coming up right now. Still in uh, planning the next big one. The last big one we did was the Casadega. Before that, it was St. Albans. Mm, I love St. Albans. That's one of my it's favorite great, places. It's a great place. I was up in the suicide bedroom. I was with doing a public investigation, and you're doing the 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 um. God, I can't even talk tonight. I can't even think. <laughs> uh, birth sessions. I wanted to speed up EVPs. That wasn't right. Birth sessions. And uh, we're up in the, the end of the hallway, suicide hallway, the, the bedroom at the end of the hallway. And I get an EVP of a – you know how you hear, like, a bunch of, like, people talking at once, but it sounds like one voice, you know? It was a bunch of female voices all in one, one saying, we attack you. And uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was pretty cool. I didn't get attacked, but That's good. yeah, <laughs> if that would have a whole that'd be a whole different different story. <laughs> so all right, start with Alexis, and then we'll go over to Chad. What top three paranormal locations, like your paranormal bucket list? What would what would they be? Oh, man. Well, I definitely 
I've got like a 10 minute elevator ride to get to the yeah. <laughs> So, um, I think tower sedan, um, I was thinking queen Mary, uh, cause I'd like, I'd like to go back. I had some experiences there. Um, and then I am thinking, uh, probably, um, like a decommissioned military base, mm -hmm. I think would be interesting. Uh, there's a lot of them around. Uh, but I think that would be interesting, you know, just especially with, you know, all the things that went on. Maybe I was in Germany. We actually, well, it wasn't an investigation. It was a mm -hmm. field trip. We went to some of the, uh, the old battlefields and the old oh, man. Uh, sports and all that. A bit like investigating, like, Normandy or, you know, or like a Battle of the Bulge took place. Because, yeah. I mean, you have all Civil War battles up here. Town of Foy. Yeah. I went to I went out to Cold Harbor, this with uh, with Angie and we were and with my kids and we were um in our car we stopped off a little caveat parking lot thing and we started asking questions break out the, we break out the Necrophonic app and we start getting responses like like intelligent responses mm -hmm. like so what happened out here and the voice comes through it's in the museum so I guess we're talking about the Welcome Center and stuff or where are you from I'm from Virginia stuff like that. And that's, you know, just imagine just going to some place like the battlefields of World War I. All, right. you know, it's got to be so much activity. Bellow Woods, Flanders mm -hmm. Field, that would be interesting. So we've got three minutes left. So I want to give you guys a chance to talk about what you guys like, how people can get in touch with you, how you how they can see what you're doing. Um and talk about your group. So, uh, like everybody knows, we're Rad Paranormal. Uh, you can get in touch with us through Facebook, Instagram, our website, which is radparanormal.com. Um, yeah, that's how they get a hold of us, and they can check what we're doing at. Perfect. Well, I thank you guys for coming on the show and uh, talking to us. I definitely want to have you back on. We have some more, definitely some more stuff we can we can get into. Um, and, uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you, Alexis, and thank you, Chad. Thank you, Robert. You guys have a good night. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye. That was fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah. You know? Interesting. Thank you for coming on. Hey, Lois. Um, no problem. Thank you, uh, CJ Momo. Uh, Howie, Rhonda, who will be with me next week, uh, Shayla, Rachel, everyone who joined the show tonight, I appreciate it coming on, coming up on your show. Oh, for Friday. Um, yes. So we're we're going to be talking about uh, medical billing and coding. Uh, my co-host Adrian actually teaches medical billing and coding at the Dakota County Technical College. Um, so we're going to be talking about what it is how it's used, why we have it. And then um, on the other side of that, we're going to talk about uh, what it's like uh, to have it as a career, uh, to work in that area, because uh, that's important. We need a lot of people to do that. And, and, you know, there's interesting things that you can see like that. Like when she worked for the company, she worked with um, the uh, Native American um, reservation. So she got to go out 
east to see all the mm-hmm. all the interesting Cherokee and Navajo and all that. So that's what we're talking about next week. And then the two weeks after that, uh, we're going to be talking about the United States Forest Service. Um, the first weekend, we're going to be talking about um, wildland firefighting. And then the weekend after that, we're going to be talking about being a, uh, a park ranger in the USFS. With all the Canadian forest fires that are that have been going on, having a show about wildland firefighting would definitely be something that uh, people would need to tune into. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.